Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. As we uh, get ready to delve into this episode of the podcast, I want us to think about our lives for just a moment. Think about the current situation that your life is in and think about some of the things that have happened in the past, okay? Think about where you're at now and think about some of the things that have happened to you to bring you to this point. So the issue that we're going to talk about, is there a difference between the consequences of our actions and of our choices? Is there a difference between consequences and punishment from God? This is a discussion that I've been wanting to have for quite a while. I wanted to bring somebody in that might give us a little bit better insight into this conversation instead of me just throwing out opinions Let's deal with actual biblical facts. So on the podcast with us is Barnabas Piper, who is an assistant pastor at Emmanuel Church in Nashville. He is a an author, several very, very good books. One of them I'm getting ready to read right now is Hoping for Happiness, which I think everybody is pursuing happiness. He's also the host of a pretty interesting podcast called The Happy Rant, family man, all-around great guy, and might I add, a professional user of hair product. That's all I'm going to say, Barnabas Piper. Well, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been described as a professional user of hair product. So <laughs> I'm just uh, jealous, okay? Let's just put that out there. Fresh. I'm just jealous that you have the hair to deal with. Anyway, so that's all we're going to say. <laughs> all right, so here's the reason I want to bring this up, Barnabas. First of all, thanks for you know spending some time with us. But here's the reason I want to bring it up. If you pay attention to religious conversations on social media. You will find, or I have found, that there are, the conversation has a tendency to turn to, well, God has punished these people because of their sin. This is what they've done, and this is what God has done to them. And mm-hmm. I know in my own personal life, I have done a handful or two of really stupid things. I have, in the vein of, I want to experience life, I want to enjoy life, I've done some really dumb things. And as a result of those dumb things, some bad things have happened. And I look back and I go, okay, did that happen because God decided to, to, to intervene? Or did it happen because I was just being an idiot and I got to enjoy the consequences of my actions? So I thought maybe we would explore that today. What do you think? I, yeah, I think you're, I think we're on the brink of a very, uh, it's pretty complex question, but, but really significant because it really does set up, do we view God as kind of sitting up there waiting to slap down somebody who does wrong, or is there something else going on in terms of, like you said, consequences for actions and moral order of things and, and all of that? So it matters how we view God, and this is a really important conversation on that front. So... Let's say um, something, let's just say that, that, that we experience uh, something after we know we've done something that is wrong. Um, all right, let me just take something very, very simple that happened to me recently. All right, let me just use this example. I got pulled over for speeding, all right? I broke the law. I was being uh, negligent. I did not uh, pay attention to what I was doing. Uh, you know, you can make the argument, maybe I was endangering life by, by speeding, et cetera, et cetera. 
I got pulled over. How fast were you going? Goodness. 85 and a 55. Why did okay. you have to even... I mean, I'm, I'm, guilty, I'm guilty of the same thing on a regular basis. I'm with you. We didn't have to go into how fast you were going, but okay. 85 and a 55. I was really being stupid. All right. And so the officer rightfully pulled me over. I didn't argue. I didn't give a bunch of hassle. It's like, okay, you got me. I'm paying the ticket. So the question is, that action, I'm being willfully disobedient to the rules of law. And God very clearly says, you know, obey the rules. This is part of what we're supposed to do to be a a responsible person in society. Was the speeding ticket a consequence of my action, or did God intervene and punish me for my sin of speeding? Was speeding even a sin? <laughs> well, let's not get into that last question of is speeding a sin because we don't need to, you know, right. inflict potential guilt on everybody's content, <laughs> specifically mine. Gotcha. Um, I think I think it's it's helpful to remember. I think it's in I want to say it's in Romans, um, where Paul writes about how God has put the authorities in place to uphold what is right, ultimately. And that doesn't mean that every government is right, because sin marks the world, and there are a lot of unjust government and unjust decisions. But categorically, God has put in place human governance to maintain order and general righteousness. And so I don't think it would be fair to say, I don't think it'd be quite right to say that God like reached down to punish you for that decision, but rather that God has put in place a system to correct wrongs, um, you know, and, and so in every government, like I said, every government does this better or worse. You know, there, there, there are some punishments that are not, that don't fit the crime, for example, but like a ticket for speeding seems appropriate. There's a risk associated with speeding. There's a cost associated with the ticket. The idea is that it is a corrective. And ultimately what we're looking at is God saying, I would like society to have order. The government is placed to maintain is in place to maintain order. They will they will give out those consequences. So it's under God's hand, but not Him slapping you down for your decision, if you will. And that's a very simplistic example that I gave you, and I completely agree with your answer. All right, but let me let me get into something that's a little more interesting. Um, not too long ago, there was a very severe well, uh, Hurricane Katrina that hit the Louisiana area. Yeah. All right, New Orleans and Louisiana. There were those, right or wrong, there were those that came out and said that hurricane was a punishment from God because you people in this area of the country, you are dabbling in voodoo, you are uh, doing all kinds of immoral and and illegal and, and sinful behavior. This hurricane was God's way of punishing you for your bad actions. And this is one of those things that, that popped into my head and said, now, hold on a second. I want to explore that. I understand that sin has consequences. I got that. But is that kind of thing a punishment from God? So yeah, in, in, that's, a, that's a, a really significant, deep, important question. And I think there are two answers from Scripture that we need to consider um, because, because we, we'd be foolish to make definitive statements about what is God doing without seeing what, what does God say that he's doing. 
Um, the first is from the very first few chapters of the Bible, Genesis 1 and Genesis 3. Genesis 1, God creates the world and everything is as it should be. God says it was good. That means it is flawless. Everything is fulfilling its purpose and functioning as it's supposed to. It's so good that you, know, you and I couldn't even imagine that version of goodness. Right. In Genesis 3, Adam and Eve sin against God. They rebel. They essentially say, I would like to be the Lord of this universe, and I'm rejecting you as my, my God. God's response to that is to put the world under a curse. So it's what we call the fall, the fall of man. But what's important is that, that God did a very intentional thing where he, instead of the world continuing to be flawless, he made everything work not quite right. Everything comes to an end. Mortality entered the world. He says, you'll work by the sweat of your brow. Relationships will be difficult. Nothing works just the way it's supposed to. That includes things like natural disasters. So nature was broken. And so instead of functioning in perfect harmony, it's now working against itself. An earthquake is the earth moving against itself. A hurricane is storm fronts working against themselves, etc. And And all of those should be essentially a summons of us to, to remind us that the world is not as it's supposed to be. Our hearts are still inclined to rebel against God. And there is, there is a, a consequence for our actions. But if we say, okay, Hurricane Katrina was judgment on the Gulf Coast for their sinful, godless ways, or an earthquake in California is judgment for their sinful, godless ways, that's profoundly unself-aware. Because I'm as godless in my heart as any witch doctor aside from the grace of God. And so it's not, it, that, that, that is not what that means. And we know this, but this is the second biblical answer. Luke 13, the first few verses, um, there's, a, there's a situation where uh, there were some people who were killed by Roman soldiers, and, and the tower fell, and people came and asked Jesus and said, you know, who sinned worst? Did, were these people judged for particular sins? Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, no, uh, basically, if you don't stop sinning, you will be judged in the same way. And so the idea there is not that these particular actions happened because they were particularly bad people, but every bad thing that happens is a summons to, to, to throw ourselves at the mercy of God rather than kind of go, ha ha, those people deserved it. Right. And so there's a, there's a sense in which it, it's a consequence, and it is a punishment, but it's not a particular punishment for their particular sins when you see something like a hurricane or an earthquake or a typhoon or something like that, but rather God saying, return to me. That's what it's saying is return to me, repent and come back to me. Because ultimately he'll make everything right. You know, the, the return of Christ will set things upright and the consequences will stop for those who are in him. So I, I, we have to, it's, it's complex, but it's not right to look at that and say, God crushed those particular people for particular sins most of the time, as much as to say God is summoning all of us to repentance and following him. I don't want to make things overly simple, but I want to see if I can understand is that 
if I if I'm if I'm hearing and understanding, a lot of what goes on is a collective consequence of the original sin, or what's called the original sin, the fall of man, and us separating ourselves from the amazing goodness of God, right? Yes, and the fact that we continue to live in the original sin. So right. it wasn't just an Adam and Eve sin, but ever since then, all of us have lived in sin. So yeah, it's a collective, yeah, it's a good way to put it, a collective consequence for our ongoing rebellion against God. And when we hear someone saying, and when we hear ourselves either saying it or thinking it, that happened to them because of what they did. We are, in an essence, putting ourselves above them, saying, well, you know, what I'm doing in the privacy of my own life, my sin, well, it's not as bad as what you must have been doing. Clearly, that's why God is punishing you. And it's right. It's just a misunderstanding of sin as a whole that we're all guilty of. I've read that somewhere, that we're all guilty <laughs> Yeah, and and just and there's, there's such a there's such a gross arrogance in it too, because it implies that yeah, like it, it implies that uh, that I'm better than they are, and that my sin is not as bad. So there's just a lack of like I'm not even aware of how, of how sinful I am when I start making those definitive statements. So I want to take a break here. And I, I, I love having the opportunity to talk with you, but I want to take a break. And when we do the next podcast, when we take up the next episode, I want to start talking about how do you recognize in your own life the difference between, oh, this was just one of those little consequences of what happened. And this is something where God is seriously trying to get my attention. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at BrianSandersAuthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the positive alternative radio family of stations. Mm-hmm.